Hi, my name is Sal Jeffries. I run the Mindset, Mood and Movement podcasts. I've been working with Neil at 7 Million Bikes for the whole of this year, literally from the start of my podcast to, to date. And, and I want to say a couple of things. So when we record the podcast, sometimes there are things that I need uh, tweaking. There could be edits or clips. It's really simple. I give those instructions to Neil, he gets it sorted. There's sometimes a sound level differences between the guest mic and mine. Again, that's all sorted so the outcome is a really balanced sound. And also if there are issues with voice, um, little kind of sound interruptions, all those things that can distract a listener, Neil knows exactly what to do, cleans it up. The end result, a high profesh- highly professional, beautiful sounding podcast without distraction. Uh, that's exactly what I want. I know my listeners do. So if you're interested in having that level of podcast and that, that kind of quality, Neil is a great guy and I highly recommend you speak to him. I've been podcasting for years now. And in that time, I have made so many mistakes. So today I want to share my biggest mistakes that I've made during my time podcasting so that you don't make them too. My name is Neil McKay, the podcast guy. I'm the host of Smarter Podcasting and the founder of 7 Million Bikes Podcast. And even though it's my full-time job, it doesn't mean that I still don't make mistakes. So the number one mistake that I've made So the number one mistake that I've made, and you won't believe this because I have literally just made the same mistake right now. The number one mistake is don't forget to hit record. You're actually hearing me doing the second take of this episode because I pressed record on the pod track and I forgot to press record on the video and I go to check it and it's not recording. This doesn't make me sound good, but it's not the first time that I've done that. I don't know if there's a worse feeling in the world as a podcaster when you finish an episode and you go to look at the recording device, whichever you're using, whether it's online or a pod track or an audio device, and you realize that it's not recording. I cannot tell you how frustrating that is. And I remember during the pandemic when I was doing all my interviews online, Even though I knew it had recorded, I remember getting in a panic every time when that episode finished and Zoom would tell you that it's loading or whatever it was called. And you're like, oh my God, please work, please work, please work. Did I do it properly? Did I do it properly? And as I've just given you an example, I forgot even today, even though it's written in my notes, the number one thing to do is press record. So don't make the same mistake that I do. Have a checklist, have it written down. I really need to have it written on my forehead or have it written right here so that you never forget to press record when making your podcast. There's no bigger mistake. Number two, my second biggest mistake was not using headphones in the beginning. When you use headphones, you can hear exactly what the mic is picking up, which is way more than what your ears can pick up. When I did one of my first ever podcast interviews, I was using a Blue Yeti microphone, and it was sitting on the table between me and the guest. Now, I had a glass of water and ice just like this. And every single time I picked it up, all you could hear was that in the microphone. I didn't notice it in real time. If I'd been wearing headphones like I am right now, I would have heard exactly what the microphone was picking up. And I would have realized immediately, stop drinking water with ice. Now, you may also have heard my glass go down on the desk there. You might not because I'm going to do some post-processing with studio sound. But maybe you heard it that time. Every single time you put that cup down on a desk, 
then that may also be picked up by the microphone as well. So make sure that when you do have a drink when you're podcasting, that you don't have ice in it, that when you put it down, you put it down gently and ideally don't put it down on a desk or a table where the mic is attached like mine is right now. And then you'll be all good. All right, mistake number three, and I'm not covering myself in glory here at all, but as well as making sure you press record, make sure you've selected the right microphone. I made an episode that I found so interesting about live music here in Saigon. We finished the episode, we said goodbye, and I was so excited to edit it. When I went to edit it, the sound was awful, and I could not figure out why it sounded so bad. There's no way with the microphone I was using at the time, which was the Blue Yeti, and even though there should be a lot of background noise, the quality should never have been that bad. And then I realized it had recorded from the internal microphone on my 2010 MacBook Pro, not the Blue Yeti, even though it was between us and we thought we were talking into that. So when you do set up your interview and you have your equipment ready, make sure that you're recording into the microphone you want to, because the default might not be the microphone that you're using. Number four is if you are doing a video recording, make sure you tell your guest beforehand. I made that mistake when I was actually interviewing a quite well-known celebrity here in Saigon, and I forgot to tell them that we were going to be doing a video. When they showed up and they saw the equipment ready to record, they were pretty angry because they have an image to protect. They were not camera ready. Respect your guests and make sure you tell them that they're going to be doing video because it is completely different to doing audio only. My fifth biggest mistake was using a condenser microphone. So I already mentioned the Blue Yeti, and it's a USB microphone. Blue Yeti is made by Logitech. It's a good microphone, and it's recommended a lot for podcasting, and I'm not too sure why. So a condenser microphone is going to pick up all the sound. Now that's good if you're interviewing somebody, for example, in your home, and you want to put a microphone between you to pick up both of your voices. The quality, though, is not going to be that good. It is going to pick up both your voices, and pretty clearly, but at the same time, it's also going to pick up all that white noise in the room as well. It's going to pick up the traffic outside, any banging, knocking, any children that are screaming, any dogs that are barking, all of that is going to be picked up by the microphone as well. As you can see, I now use a dynamic XLR mic. And if you go back to my last episode, you'll see this is the Miono PD200X that I just did a review on. This microphone has a cardioid pickup pattern. It only picks up noise right in front of it here. It's not picking up any of the noise from the room. I'm in a living room with shiny surfaces everywhere for the noise to bounce off of. I have glass doors. It's completely untreated, no sound paneling. But if you go back to that video, even before I turn on studio sound and do any type of post-processing, the sound is still pretty good. Then when you do that extra editing, it literally sounds like you're in a studio. That's only possible with a microphone like this. So my biggest regret in the beginning was not starting straight away with a dynamic microphone that was just going to pick up each of our voices. The problem is, it does mean you're going to need more equipment. If you're doing XLR like I am, you're going to need an audio device like the PodTrack P4 to plug into. Or if you're doing USB, you're going to need to make sure you have enough USB ports. And most of all, you're going to need two microphones instead of just one. But it is worth it. I would absolutely recommend if you're having a guest, 
Don't do this condenser microphone. The sound is not going to be good. Make sure you get yourself some dynamic microphones. You'd be better spending the same amount of money on two cheaper microphones than one condenser microphone. Now, number six, a mistake I made was not recording multiple tracks. When you record multiple tracks, it means that you can mute one of the microphones. Now, some of my clients that I've worked for have had squeaky chairs. So every time they move, you can hear the squeak of the chair. Now, thankfully, that was on two tracks. So I was able to delete one of them. And then the listener is none the wiser because they don't hear it. But when you record only one track and all the sound is coming through that, you can't delete any sounds from one of the microphones. And I've done this before and it caused me such a headache having to cut out little bits here and there to try and cut out just one microphone. So make sure you always record individual tracks and especially online as well. Go into the Zoom settings or whichever program you use and make sure that it's recording individual tracks. Trust me, this will help you so, so much producing good quality audio. Now, number seven is a common mistake we all make and nobody should be doing it these days is leaving my phone on. There is nothing more unprofessional than in the middle of an interview, your phone starts to ring or audibly buzz and vibrate. Make sure you put it on Do Not Disturb. Unplug the doorbell if you have to. Make sure you put it on Do Not Disturb. Ask your guest to do the same as well. And so you're not going to get interrupted during your recording and it's going to ruin the flow of your interview. And last one, number eight, the biggest mistake I made, and again, because I didn't wear headphones, was not talking into the microphone. When you get a dynamic microphone like this one, I told you the sound is all picked up right here. As soon as you start to move too far away, or you turn your head to the side, the microphone picks up way less sound. Now, if you don't have headphones on, you're not going to notice that. When I take these off, my voice sounds the same here as it does here. When I have headphones on, when I do this, I can hear immediately that it's not picked up. So coupled with wearing headphones, make sure when you are using your microphone, you're talking directly into it. If you are working with a client, and I've worked with clients where I spend most of the episode that I'm producing continually just moving their face because it's really natural when you're talking to talk like this and move about. But you need to remember yourself or remind the clients that you work for that this isn't a natural conversation as such and talk into the microphone properly. So those are my eight biggest mistakes that I've made in my years of podcasting. I'd like to think I'm perfect, but I'm not. And we all make mistakes, but I'm telling you these so you don't make them as well. I want to hear what your biggest mistakes are. There's a link in the show notes that you can leave me a voice message and I'll select the best ones and play it on a future episode. And we can share these mistakes with other people so that they don't make them either. But remember, nobody's perfect. We all learn from our mistakes. Happy podcasting. Cheers.